0: People welcome to yet another week of our podcast. I'm Noreen. I am Amanda, and together we are
1: Love Isn't
0: where the you is for you. Hello everyone, welcome to episode. 24. We've been at this for 20, maybe 25 weeks. We skipped a week, so this is week 20. It's actually 26. Oh Lord.
1: Because I was going
0: somewhere with the week 24. I was going to say, lucky number 24. There's someone that used to be called 24 on my phone back in the day. Like, I thought it was only fitting to like bring that up. I'm sorry, I'm going
1: to keep quiet
0: now. Today, Is an unannounced season finale of season one of Love Isn't We will be taking a break. When are we coming back, Amanda? When we come back, yeah, that means uh, we might just put an episode up. We don't know when we're gonna put an episode up, but it may not be on a weekly basis. But there's going to be episodes, but we are officially calling season one. Done and dusted, because we tried to be scandal with like twenty eight episodes for a season, and nah that's a bit much
1: so it was a, the first season of Scandal was thirteen episodes. let that be known
0: oh okay, I was going to say season seven was eighteen episodes, and I wasn't happy with that.
1: <laughs> the first season was the shortest season ever. But it got
0: us hooked. It got us hooked. It did. In the fashion of Love Isn't, we are going to have runs and randomness to close us up and recap everything that we've touched on. And before we get started... We would like to say shout out to our loyal listeners that keep coming back every single week and have been with us throughout this journey. You make it worthy. You make it worthwhile. You make the late nights that we spend recording this worthy and actually a great sacrifice because we know we get to have people listen to us but also we have people on this journey with us as we unlearn and learn, and grow as people. I am very hyper. I just had a cupcake. Mm. Yeah. So, random randomness, guys. Would you like to start? Or would you like me to start? You should start. Do you have a
1: oh.
0: starting point? Uh, on um, Ready to Love, J... Looks like he has short man syndrome. It's funny. Someone else I know we nicknamed Jay, who has short man syndrome, too. Oh,
1: for the people in the back, what is short man syndrome?
0: <laughs> what is short man syndrome? Guys, it is this tendency for people that, like, are challenged by height, tend to want to have, like, big dick energy and want to take over. And so they always want to command a certain, mm when it comes to like, how they present themselves. And because they are short, they tend to be screaming the loudest. Mm. What else did I miss?
1: This is your definition, I'm good. This is your rant.
0: <laughs> okay, this is my rant, but I just wanted to say Jay on love, uh, ready to love, looked like he had short man syndrome, but he'd be taking pictures like he's a tall person. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that the most random thing where you're like, you know this person, like when you see his pictures you think this person is like six feet of him when he show up he's three feet nothing and you're like where's the rest of you but people with these angles you people be doing the most with the angles and i don't think it's just males females do the exact same thing you see this female and you're like she must be tall you see her in real life you're like what
1: did I miss? Will we call that tall woman syndrome.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that one. I'm trying to
1: understand here.
0: I don't yet know what we've named that one yet, but uh yeah, guys, I have nothing against angles, but when you do an angle, please write uh disclaimer. I'm five three. I'm <laughs> three five. Something so that I have context. Okay. You no, know picture
1: police. Sit down somewhere. <laughs>
0: Because, see, when I take, like, these super filtered pictures, I'm like, P.S., I'm not light-skinned because I'm not. <laughs> because sometimes I be like, oh, Lord, who who that be? Because I don't know.
1: So because you do it, do you want all of us to put this disclaimer that we, we are filtered?
0: Yes, please.
1: Mm, sit down somewhere.
0: <laughs> please, please, please put a disclaimer so that we I have some context as to what I'm getting myself involved with.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. That is funny. That is funny. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Ready to Love. Ready to Love.
0: Okay. Because
1: <laughs> my mic is so far, I'm, I'm going to move. In. Okay. Speaking of Ready to Love. Yes. I don't know if I'm excited that it's big or not. You well, know, they're in Texas. Everything is big in Texas. No, but I... The past couple seasons of Ready to Love. Which is what? This is, uh, season, this is three? season three? This is season okay. three. This is season three. I feel like have not brought anything positive. <laughs> you know. Also, when, if she'd be looking for positivity on Ready to No, 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 no. But I also think that it it has been like drama after drama after drama after drama. And these are grown. that what we watch for, though? No, this is what exactly what i watch for but i'm also like i'm aware that i can be low-key toxic sometimes so i'm trying to be like maybe you know because now they also have another one called put a ring on it which, which we have recommended someone to go on <laughs> okay I'm, I'm gonna skip right through that hey, oh
0: no, no no here's the funny thing when you left they showed up and then the sun starts crying because I was like, your father didn't marry your mother and he's like, When I was in the stomach you married my mother, right? I was started <laughs> crying. And then he comes and punches me and I'm like, I'm sorry, but the truth is your father did not marry your mother. Okay,
1: you like telling other people's truths. But
0: <laughs> So um so we are gonna recommend that you go on this So put it know? okay,
1: for those that don't know, put a ring on it ring one it is basically the couples that have been together for some of them have been together for 8 to 13 years but they're still not married so they go I on the, will always love you. <laughs> so they go on this reality show and they the doctor there's a doctor there's a relationship specialist or whatever who say who gives them basically like some counseling and then recommends that they date other people to see if they're stuck in this relationship or if they want to you know Spice it up and You know marry each other Basically it's like either you leave this person You're with or mar- Or marry them That's basically mm. the, the outcome they have And It's on own Um like ready to love is on own On the Oprah Winfrey network <clears throat> I Have I love to watch the drama cause you know what It's fun Um I'm also like, should it be, should we, shouldn't it be like a canceling session for the couples? Should we include the drama of them dating other people? But also the question is, would I watch if it was just couples canceling? Or am, um, I'm i yes. just drawn drawn yes. by you know?
0: We listen to a still all the time.
1: I would watch, but I'm saying, like, would, like, people that view reality shows, like, just watch, sit down and watch? It just couples cancelling? Or the dr- the drama draws more people in, right? Mm. But I'm also, like, is this doing anything for our community at this point in time? Or this is just mindless entertainment? Mm. You know, it is, like, one of those things that I'm just, like, like, ready to love, I understand, but they were talking, like, the previews are showing some entanglements, and I'm like, ha- I'm not sure if I'm ready for another toxic, toxic show. I know I have a choice not to watch, but I was still tuning in. So.
0: Also, guys, uh, you remember the episode where she had nothing else to do because Love Island ended? Yeah! <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, but we're just going to let her rant about it. See, I find I watch Ready to Love because this is something that we're going to have to talk about, one. But also, I'm looking at what does dating look like when you're a certain age? Because mm-hmm. I think the youngest one is what, 31?
1: Yeah, the youngest one is 31, yeah.
0: And everyone is talking about uh I was married, I got divorced, I've got seven children, I've got disciples, I've got all, oh, like, It's like, I'm at a point where I feel like when we think about dating, we have to take that stuff into consideration. So the moment you say someone is like divorced, what does that look like? When someone says they have kids, what does that look like? Which was one of our episodes as well. So I think it's important. That's why I watch, not that it's important, but I watch to get that idea, glimpse into that world that I don't have the experience of. Mm, That's so true. To give content, and sometimes yes, there's going to be drama. If it doesn't have drama, how is it TV? Obviously, things are just produced to look a certain way. That is true. I get that. That is true. I just enjoy watching it and just being mindlessly entertained by something that I don't have to think about. That's true.
1: And another thing that I like, I don't have to go through things to learn, like to learn something. I can see somebody else going through and be like, mm, okay. Yeah, and learn from that. And learn from that instead of having to to date people who have been married before or who have children for me to be like, hmm.
0: Or who are entangled.
1: First of all, you, you all know I'm against entanglements,
0: okay? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was here to like recap the whole season and say all of these fun things but... Yes, entanglement isn't about entanglement. Mm. But yes. Yeah. We, we got the point. We yes. got the point. We got
1: the point. So I had, wait, wait. I kind of wrote my runs down. Okay, so speaking of reality shows, mm. what other um, one? I was watching Married at First Sight. Mm hmm. And this girl said, I would like a man. Oh, put me in my place. Mm. Sis, go to therapy. Why you want to be put in your place for? What is your place? Like, I don't understand. If you're self-aware that what you're doing is messed up, why are you not correcting your behavior instead of waiting for somebody else to put you in your place? Mm -hmm. And also, when you get put in your place, are you going to stay there or are you going to fight back? Is she looking for a father? I I think so. She like I think I think her history in relationships has been with men who suffer from toxic masculinity. Yeah. So when she finds a man who's able to healthily communicate to her, these are my needs. These are these are things that I want. She doesn't know how to receive it.
0: Guys, when, I think we talked about this, huh? There was an episode where we had uh, Bridget the Stalin. <laughs> was it Bijou?
1: Maybe yeah. it
0: was Bijou. Where we talked about some people are just not used to healthy relationships. Like toxicity is, feels so normal to them that when you give the normal, they're ready to run. Not ready for love, but ready to run.
1: I was just thinking about it. And then even on Twitter, there's a lot of women that are like, I would like a man to put me in my place. I'm like, you are not a child. You're a like full grown adult. You back on Twitter? I'm always on Twitter now. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter is toxically exciting, um, but I'm like, you're not a child. You're like, why do you want a man to put you in your place? Like, do you understand how toxic that is? Mm-hmm. That that is a like chaotic energy that you're sending out there. That it like, it's like encouraging these men to be toxic too. But remember,
0: people ain't looking for love. They're looking for. Suffering. That is they are true. looking for resembling
1: that so trauma. True. Oh, that, yeah. That is so true. I always forget that. But I'm also like, we live in a, in a day and age where, like, you can access things like therapy, you can access. Somebody said, speaking of therapy, somebody said, now people, <laughs> because people can have friends, they are now having therapy. So I was like, they're like, people are paying therapists to be their friends. I was like, but you know therapy is not a friendship, right? I'm not your friend. But it's like, you pay- because everybody's so consumed by their own issues, they feel like they have to pay But whose their issues person. are you supposed to be consumed by?
0: But I'm, but I'm also like,
1: therapy is different. As your friend, do you want me to sit there and listen and not give you like, and and not side with you when you're going when I'm know you're going crazy. Like what do you want from me? I feel well, like
0: I feel like therapy has an investment in whatever journey you're in. Whereas if you told me you are doing something, aka being on Twitter, I have an investment in not being on Twitter because I may not sleep <laughs> with all the updates I get from Twitter. <laughs> so when you say Twitter is toxic, I'm like. It is! We should put off Twitter. And you're like, no, Twitter is good too. I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hence my question of asking what back to Twitter? <laughs> because I say I
1: was invested in it before. I didn't know that um AUPE was was on strike until I got on Twitter today. I'm just saying.
0: Uh, I saw it on the news.
1: Yeah.
0: Another randomness and rant. This one is a beautiful one. Miss Universe Canada is black, guys. Yes, I saw that. Black lives matter. Okay, is it really truly that that's the best one they think I didn't see it, but I'm just asking. Oh, is it a um, Black Lives Matter? So we're gonna look, make it look like we're supporting. Uh,
1: I always feel some way about that, but
0: I'm yeah. also like, it feels like there's. A l- I'm not against finally, but the thing is, we don't want talking appreciation we don't want token placement we want a full table yeah. that we can sit it yeah. we don't want a chair we don't want you it's to just like, highlight us or have us come for
1: a meeting and leave it's like sitting yeah they invite you to the table but they put a tape on your mouth that you can talk
0: yeah so it's like mm, i don't know i'm still going to celebrate that she's black it's great if uh, you want something to laugh about without me having to tell you the joke Google Miss Universe Canada and Google Miss South Africa twenty twenty. You find something funny.
1: Yeah, I'm a leave it that. But also, I, the thing is, for me, it's like okay, she won, great, we're grateful, but don't next year when next year comes, don't revert back to your European standards of beauty.
0: No, no, no. no! It won't even be next year. It will be very quickly. So quickly that we then forgot. Because this is going to be 2020 it happened, yeah. and then it will take until 2020, 40, 2020, 40. I didn't say 20, 40. 2020, <laughs> 20, 40. Okay? <laughs> Before we get another black one to be appreciated. Okay? But that's just my randomness right there, coming through.
1: That's true, but I saw that and I was like, one of the girls I go to church with was was part of the competition. Oh, she was? Yeah.
0: How far is she here? Not far. Oh, okay.
1: I mean that. Hey, with, Amanda likes her. I mean that with love. She's very nice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's actually very nice. So,
0: So guys, I have been... Okay, no, it's a lie. I have finished rewatching Scandal. I finished two days ago. Uh, Can anybody hear me breathing? Yeah, yeah. I have so much to say. So, re-watching Scandal, I've had a different perspective and looking at things different. First of all, uh, to my father out there in the universe, I will do Sunday dinners with you for you to pay off my student loan. I'm available.
1: I'm going to text this clip
0: and send it to your father. I will. Please send this to my father. Be like, you can pay her student loan, and I'm willing to do Sunday dinners with you. We can drink wine, red wine, non alcoholic, whatever. But I'm available just so that you can pay off my student loan. That is uh, a thing. Guys, why would you say no to that arrangement, though? Any
1: arrangement that makes me money, I'm okay with it.
0: Any arrangement that pays off my student loan, I'm in. I arrangement
1: some of my debts. Um, well, I still have boundaries, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But we're not saying we are pimping ourselves out. We're just saying if we have to spend time with our fathers, which if you listen to the episode about fathers, you understand why <laughs> we're willing to be paid to have this conversation with these men.
1: Okay, and have dinner with them. I'm okay having a conversation with the
0: ghost. Oh, you are? I'm okay. open to it. I'm as long as it pays off your student loan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is cost five. The, the thing is, this this thing thing that sucks is that my stu- that's exciting that my student loan is not that much, mm-hmm. so it won't be many 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 dinners. Really we want.
0: haven't even discussed how much is per dinner.
1: Can it be the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think, I only took my student loan for my last year. I'm not sure. But oh, yeah,
0: after mother told you to take
1: that
0: money. We might get more into our mothers in season two because there's a lot more in-depth stuff. After, after.
1: I was at for not wanting to be in Dhamma's debt.
0: <laughs> yes, how dare you not want to be in debt, which is interesting <laughs> than think about. Yeah. So, so let's start with this one before we get to the other one. Mm. Olivia's okay. father, Papa Pop. First of all, when the first time I watched Scandal and it was playing on TV and I had to wait every single week, I loved Papa Pop. I loved his speeches. I loved his monologues. I thought they were thought provoking. He delivered them with so much passion. I was like impressed. Okay. I always just got caught up in them. And then this time, having to like start the next episode immediately and stuff like that, I realized that Papa Pop is like the biggest pimp that ever existed. Tell me more. There is no boyfriend or a guy that she slept with that he didn't purposely place in her way. Oh. The only one is the president, which we all know he has his own problematic things. <laughs> Otherwise, all of them, he placed them in her way for his own benefit. Jake, the black one, uh MacGyver, no, it's not MacGyver. Uh No, what's his name? Hold on. Magnum, it's Magnum, P-I. Magnum, P-I. All of them were placed by Papa Pop. So, so that his name, would, name is Papa Pop. <laughs> I his name Papa Pop guys. <laughs> his name is Eli Pop but Papa Pop because that's what everyone called him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yes, he was the biggest pimp and he kept on pimping Olivia. Yet he comes back and he says, you need to have your own power, not power given to you by a man, not power given to you as a first lady, not power that you take from the back door. Power is so important. You have to work twice as hard as them. Yet he was pimping out his kid, the oldest. The oldest trade in the world <laughs> <laughs> the, oldest huh? the oldest one. so I'm like, I have a different way of looking at Papa pop, and then we well, so now on to,
1: do, you, do, you, do you think fathers are important? Never my God <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, the funny thing is I've never looked at him as that kind of father figure. However, I've also never looked at him as a pimp. Mm. Right and this time rewatching it I got to see that side and I was like um papa God, it, why would you be pimping Olivia was, out is it, and, of,
1: is it one of those things where parents want to leave um vicariously like through their children
0: oh yeah he he was which is funny cuz he had a doctorate in something mm-hmm. and then Olivia was a lawyer took her to all these fancy Swiss private school, boarding schools, and she learned with all the, like, potential world leaders. So she was forever connected. Mm. Great. But also, that was a strategic plan. Mm. Right? So I understand why he needed to pay because there was a lot of stuff that he was doing that was really just about him. had nothing to do with Olivia, guys.
1: I get it now. I get it. <laughs> Isn't that like how most parents like do your parents purposely
0: pimp you out though?
1: No no no, I'm not talking about the pimping out. I don't think in his mind he was pimping her out. I don't think he's he saw it that way. Mm-hmm. I think he saw it as creating opportunities for her daughter. For his because daughter.
0: Because he never wanted the Senate. He said <laughs> she was too smart for him.
1: Yes, never went
0: with the president, he was too white. PS, the amount, like if you rewatch Scandal in 2020, and this is a show that started in what 2012? Yeah. If you re-watch scandal in 2020, the Black Lives Matter conversations and the experiences of black people, I I they absorbed, they got in better this time around. Mm. Like when Mama Pop says what happened to Black Girl Magic, ah! It was perfect. Like, it was amazing. This time around, those nuances were getting in more. It wasn't just about, oh, what is Olivia wearing, which I would tell you. I uh, I noticed why I like the nude uh, nails, because that's the one that she wears all the time. And then the lips, I've never cared for lips until this time around. That's when I watched, like, to see what lip color she's always put on. It is interesting. She is relatively short in life. In real life, she's a short person, mm-hmm. and then she would insist on wearing the bootcut business pants, and they always look like they're too big at the bottom. Mm. But the episode with um, Anna Lee's kidding.
1: The crossover
0: snap, because that's the one that it's the crossover between Scandal. And it's like the two of them on screen, back to back, you get to see the contrast. Because I think we've always wanted to see what it would be like to have the two black women work together. Mm-hmm. And they're both broken in their own
1: ways. Ooh, I hate that word. <laughs> I just yelled at somebody the other day because they were like, oh, somebody said I'm broken. And I believed them. I was like, what part of you is broken?
0: Mm-mm-mm. This is me making a judgment. It is not them saying they're broken. mm Right. This is me making a judgment that they have their faults and putting them together is quite interesting. But also they both have a thing for white men and always have like a side black man on the side.
1: Do you know, do you know I was speaking of white men? Do you know I was open to to dating white men until this year? 2020 has changed a lot for me. Mm. I do not look at white people the same anymore. No, no. Not in the sense that like I still have like that human respect for them or whatever, but I cannot for whatever reason put picture myself with like a white person. In the in the past I'm not them for their ancestors, uh I, well, I also like you no know, the political climate that you are in. He <laughs> won't let you. I, I feel the conviction. Every time I talk to a white guy or something, I'm like Lord, no, take this away.
0: Weren't you the one who had me at the stop questioning the things that you ask for when they come in the wrong package?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That is true. But a white package, I don't know. Because I don't want to be like Black Lives Matter and somebody says All Lives Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to have to educate you on the struggles that I face, like that, like about, as a black. Like I already have to educate some black men, but just they have somewhat of an idea. Just because they kind of experience it at times, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and somebody posted this on um, I went to school. Where Where I went to school, somebody posted a post about there's a in what do you call this a investigation going on about the school being somewhat racist to black students, right? And then one of the people I went to, one of the white girls I went to class school with said, I do not believe that any of my classmates experienced racism.
0: Sorry, did we mention that she's white?
1: Yeah. She said, I don't see... Any of the teachers that taught me being racist to any of the students? And if this happened, can any of you speak up? And I referred back to the top of your message when she said, I do not believe any of this happened to my classes. So you don't believe, you already don't believe me without me even saying anything. So why should I come to you and tell you? What has happened when you already don't believe me? And also, yeah, this is my experience.
0: That's not creating a space for people to actually
1: open up, is it? No. And somebody commented and was like, well, people are being too sensitive. And I'm like, "I." if you had asked me two years ago, I would have said people are being too sensitive. But I'm also like, people are being socially aware about, of the microaggressions ag- micro they face and the racism they face and they're calling it out. So it's not sensitivity. It's like you're not going to treat me that way and get away with it. Mm. So,
0: so it's people actually standing up for themselves and yeah. recognizing the value that they have.
1: Yes, and now you're calling it sensitivity? If you're not even creating the space for me, a safe, not even a safe space because there's nothing like a safe space. You're not creating a space for me to actually speak on my experience, well,
0: oh, you have already invalidated my experience. Whatever I have to say, now I have to fight for you to understand what my experience is, and I don't have the energy to do
1: that. I, I actually am like I don't have to explain. Like lately, I've not been feeling the need to explain myself to to a lot of people. Mm. I'm like mm-hmm. no, that that's on you. Like especially when it comes to my experiences as a as a black woman, I'm like no. As much as I would like to sit here and educate you, go to Google, go Google it. It's not my place. After a while, it gets exhausting just talking, re traumatizing myself, talking about the traumas that I face or the hardships that I face. That doesn't help me in any way. I understand.
0: So I'm safe to say I'm as confused as Olivia Bob. Why are you confused? I don't know. Like I said, re-watching it this time around and being at the space that I'm at. Like, first of all, I- I've just been struggling with the idea of, like, how do I name my child Olivia or do I name them Olivia Pope, like it, but also do I name them Livy, but then it's so close to my nephew's name of Levi. Do I care to do that? Do I not care? And then my sister has to, like, give the child a middle name. P.S. There's no child, guys.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask. I was like, is this? Kind of uh, to give the, the
0: child the middle name? So it has to make sense. So I have to, like, consult with her what makes sense. But, okay, really, when it comes to, like, the confusion, was like, you look at her and you feel like she's got it together. But she's the person that doesn't have it together, which I loved and I appreciated seeing the vulnerable sides of her and all of that, right? P.S. There's moments where I want to kill Kerry Washington, when she, like, does certain things to her mouth. She's like, <laughs> I actually like that. <laughs> I want to kill her. Um, and then the, when there's times where I'm like, okay, she's so... And I don't, I don't think strong is a compliment, and I don't want to use it as a compliment. Is but I think it's very much aware of herself. She's in her body, and she can express what she feels and what she's going through. But she's very much confused, and I find that I'm somewhat in the same space because there's a space where I, I'm like a director, and then there's a space where I work for other people, and then there's a space where I'm just like a business partner. There's like I there's so many hats that I wear and sometimes I feel like I all these hats just like blend together. Mm. And sometimes I do not even know where to begin or where to end. And sometimes I just wanna like get under the covers and never come out. I would like to go under the sun at the island and forget and drink some dubile, which by the way I've
1: researched that is not a real wine. It is fake. So when you say these heads blend together, tell me more.
0: I want to continue to wear my white hat. I would like to think that I'm a pleasant person, but I sometimes have to be assertive to get certain things done. And I feel like people struggle to actually receive that well. Because... I am not doing this for my own gain. I've stated what the vision is and people are aware what the vision is. But then times people and it ends up feeling like I'm saying I want this and it's important to me. And people don't take it as seriously when Mm -hmm. it's a me thing. And it's like it's not a me thing. I just happen to be the messenger that's putting this across or reminding us or keeping us in check of what it is that we have to do. We won't even get into her private life because we all know her relationship situation. So when
1: you say people um, fail to receive, you know, I, I, I like to continue this conversation. You like to be people? No, no, no. I'm not people. I'm just inquiring minds want to know. When you mm. say people fail to receive, do you think that the gift you are giving is, um? how do you give this? How do you present it?
0: How, well, I am often someone that's always laughing, making jokes. So when I say something that's serious, I want to say it and move on. I don't want to dwell on it. I don't want to be coming back and having to like re-explain the whole situation because I like to think that people are intelligent enough, and I don't want to belittle them. be To belittle? So <laughs> it comes out. <laughs>
1: Stop! <laughs> nice,
0: it came out okay. I don't want to belittle them, belittle them. <laughs> uh, however, it sometimes feels like I have to go back to the bases and be like, "We agreed on this, and this is what we're doing, and this is what's in place." Um. And I'm like, I don't want, because I feel like when you work with adults, there's a part where each person is going to be different. I'm not expecting everyone to work the same way. However, communication is important and being accountable for the things that you say is important. We all have other roles and other things that we have to do. Not having to end up feeling like you are the only one that holds the bag. You are the only one that's left holding the vision or taking things as seriously. Like we were having a conversation earlier about how you we need to put boundaries about when or we talk about business. It is our baby. We can wake up and talk about how AUP is on strike any day and how we could have been affected. We could have been part of that. But when we talk about our baby, we talk about it differently, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason Why that even started. The business is not because we're just having, we're just cooking or having fun or whatever. I also think we're responding to a need that we recognize was there and we're filling a gap. So when we came up with the idea, it was because someone already needed that. And that's why we've been doing as well as we are.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. So we're not just randomly doing this. And so once we have put ourselves in that position, Let's carry forth and continue in that. Mm. Any other rants and randomness? Because we need to finish this up and have another quick conversation. And I don't want this episode to be too long.
1: Wait, another quick conversation? We're outside of the podcast or in the podcast? In the podcast. Oh, okay. No, well, I was asking about the way you you give this <laughs> this... <laughs> Yes,
0: we finished that rant. Move on, madam. (laughs) She no want to move on.
1: No, because I'm in business with you, so I'm just trying to understand your perspective on things. You know where you stand and what you meant by that. But so I get it. Um, we are gonna move on to what else. I did write down my rants down because I have an old lady brain. And Mm -hmm. okay. Also, like, who do I have to talk to to like, get rid of COVID? Where you want to be? Where you trying to be, <laughs> be madam? I have, I haven't quite a flight in so long, I've caught feelings. Like, I've been in my feelings lately about nothing and everything. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. like this. Can I, can I catch a, and I know I can catch a flight to any to anywhere in Canada. I don't want to. Can I be somewhere in the sun? Can I, can oh, I, you
0: want to join me standing in the sun, in vacation? Come over.
1: I was planning on going by myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's also keep in mind, um, she'd be allergic to the sun.
1: I know. <laughs> I am like, can this COVID thing be over? Like, and I understand, like, it, it has allowed to start our own business it has allowed this podcast to happen on a weekly basis it has allowed a lot of things to happen however it has also stopped a lot of things so We, we, we discussed i would like you know for it to be over now that's true I don't know if we need to have a prayer circle, we need to have a dancing circle, we need to have a kumbaya moment. Like, let's figure it out, people. Just all figure it out. Yeah, yeah, that that is very true. And also, guys, I have another rant. Oh, okay. Sisters is back.
0: Is this a rant or is this a Tyler
1: Perry episode? No, 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 listen. I'm. I'm just gonna say a quick thing. I. I, I will talk to about Tyler Perry in depth. Okay. And what is it called? House of Pain is back. Oh. Love this shows. Freaking Tyler Perry drags this shit out for so freaking long. The three episode will be episodes will be based on the same day. Take like, it. Do you have other stories to tell?
0: Ah, oh, so instead of like progressing it, it would be, it happened in the morning. The next episode is the afternoon. The next episode is the evening.
1: Yeah. the Same conversation I'm like, Tyler, Mr. Perry, Mr. Billionaire, Mr. I have an ex. Mr.
0: Black, what do they call Mr.
1: Black Disney? Yeah. Mr. Say. mm Please have some character development.
0: Some, just a little. Just a little bit. Uh-huh.
1: I don't know if you, your budget is low on wardrobe, you don't have many days to shoot. You
0: oh, own so that you don't have to film the episode, the clothing.
1: You own the freaking place. You know how big it is? You own that thing. You are a billionaire. Oh, <laughs> You own the studio. You are a billionaire. Maybe this is how he became a billionaire.
0: Maybe this is why he gave a billionaire. He don't be wasting time on clothing.
1: <laughs> and wasting his time like, oh, we're going to move to the next scene. It is the same scene. This yes. is not a play, say. Eh? This is a show. Anywho, we will have another episode about <laughs> Tyler Perry where I can express all of my feelings, my love, my hate my agreements and my disagreements with him with Tyler on season 2 yeah right now it is i will still support because i like the shows but do better that's all
0: that's all okay thank you for coming to Ted talk guys uh you were all unofficially invited <laughs>
1: guys also go read my post on love isn't i'll be killing myself i'll be laughing so hard
0: mm-hmm. when... she'll she be writing you a, a semi-novel
1: did you read the last one I, I just posted i
0: i I read it i read <laughs> it apparently i've told you people what i plan on singing because guys if you actually bury me i need everything with me to be buried i need everything of mine to be buried with me <laughs> I was like, like there is no space no room for none of that
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I when I sent to somebody the thing I was gonna write they were like why are you like this why are you gonna talk I was like it is funny they're like no I'm like, we're special like that we're special like that I'm like I'm preparing for my death they're like why yeah. and like I said like how I think I'm going to die I'm probably gonna choke on a fishbowl
0: <laughs> I think that is about was. <laughs> <laughs> It's a zip thing that happened. Like, okay. I am going to recap this season and then end you guys off with some uh, promos and sponsors that we have. We officially don't like put commercials because I find that annoying at times. Uh however on we have season, people... however
1: on season two we might put commercials because we are trying to make money.
0: Support. Yes, but we do have people that sponsor us outside of the Thing And we that will highlight true. those so
1: that you can that go true.
0: get some goodies.
1: That is very true.
0: And a, a, a little discount. hmm
1: uh-huh.
0: Okay. Love Isn't, in the next 15 minutes, is going to be a recap of 26 episodes. And. It's 24,
1: but that's fine.
0: 24. 24 episodes. So, here is what I'm going to say. There is a lot of giggling in love, isn't there is tons and tons of vulnerability and there is moments of insightfulness. There's moments we don't realize we've said some smart things, but they just come out. And the thing that we talked about the most, and I think a few people have also uh, articulated this is we talked about relationships, but not in the traditional romantic relationships and you ought to be married, rather relationships in all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. If anything, we probably are missing relationships at work, which we somewhat touched on a little bit today. And really, what it came down to was we realized that we enjoy talking about relationships and you guys enjoy listening to... Our funny, fun stories about what happens when we go on dates, uh, our travel stories. Anytime we can be a little bit of a a, a wretchedness, you guys are in for it. The drama. The drama. So I don't know why Amanda be complaining that Ready to Love has drama and entanglements, which we also talked about.
1: I'm looking for depth.
0: She's looking for more depth, which we gave. And so we were reflecting about what will our season finally look like and what will we talk about? And we said, let's rant so that we can talk about a million things all at the same time. But we really wanted to end it off by giving some time to relationships. And by relationships specifically, we're talking about parent-child relationships and how we make sense of them. And... It is a recap of stuff that we've said prior. But obviously, when you highlight them using different examples, you get to get a different in-depth to it. Right? Mm -hmm. So, do I even remember what we're talking about and how we got to this conversation? Mm -hmm. So, we're talking about how, how can one learn and um, move past the story that is in place for you based on how you were brought up or how your parents played a role in how you see them. So in particular, we're talking about how there's a lot, not a lot, but there's instances where parents, not abandon, but have had to make very difficult decisions not to stick around and be with their kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when they make those decisions, recognizing the impact that it has on the kids. So we joke around that there's syndrome, there's syndrome. By that, I I blipped it out because it's people's names. And I didn't want to mention the names. But it changes the dynamics of the relationships that they later have. So we're talking about how, what's the experience of it at 21? What's the experience of it at 32? And how do you make sense of the two? Yes, Amanda, I'm waiting for you.
1: No, go on. You're doing great, sweetie.
0: (laughs) She wants to put me in this whole podcast with me talking. (laughs) And the gist was we sometimes have to, we get it. At 21, it's difficult. We're still holding on to uh, this is what I would like my parents to be. Unfortunately, we can't change our parents. It's either you're willing and ready to like move on and write a different story about yourself and have a different meaning about what it meant not to have your parents growing up, or you will get to 32, 34, 36, and still be wanting the, your parents' love. And when you want your parents' love at 32, it always looks like you are doing the most to get it, and they never reciprocate back so you're always failing falling short of their expectations mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter what you do it won't change i for one have accepted that the role that i play in my mother's life is i will do the things that her other kids don't want to do
1: mm-hmm.
0: right like I'll pick her up from the airport. I'll do her banking for her. I will not steal money out of her account. I will send emails for her. I'll send money back home for her when she wants it. Stuff like that. But when it comes to her saying, I'm going to spend time with you, I'm going to give you anything, that's non-existent. So I don't do things to be like, oh, mother, look at what I've achieved, hoping that she'll be excited for it. In fact, I'm just like, I'm just going to do me what's best for me and keep it moving. She may have times where she eventually checks in and is like, oh, what's going on with you? What is this? But for the most part, I've accepted that we live uh, parallel
1: lives. I think as we grow older, one thing I had to learn was that I am my own person Mm -hmm. and that my parents may have certain expectations of me, But those expectations are their responsibility, not mine. Mm. Because you expect that from a person who has their own mind, has their own beliefs, because the way you... Like, parents, they raise you to be independent, to be able to survive on your own, to do all these things. And then for whatever reason, they expect that when you're with them, you're not that person. Mm. You know, it's like... Yes. Oh, now Amanda, you're a grown-up. You have to be able to do all these things, make these decisions on your own. Yet, too, when you do, you get questioned. Like, didn't you raise me to be that?
0: When did I become grown? Right? Because it's always it, like, in one moment you're grown, in the next moment you're not.
1: But I, I, for me, one thing that me and my mother often talk about is that I am not going to do the thing, all of the things that she expects me to do. Mm-hmm. and that's the like that's a reality that i have to live in that i am my own person she might have dreams for me but i have dreams for myself mm. so am i gonna live in a place where i make my mother's dreams come true but also does that give room for my own dreams does that give me room to dream if our dream is like works out that i Accomplish her dream and accomplish mine, great. But you also have to realize that you don't live for your parents. You live for you. I don't want to get to old age and be like, because when I finished college the first, when I went to college the first time, I wasn't doing things that I enjoyed. I was trying to fulfill my parents' dream. Mm. And that didn't produce any fruit because I wasn't invested in it the way I should have been. Yeah. Had it been my dream, I would have, I would have accomplished it faster and better because I would have been invested. But I wasn't invested in that because I was trying to impress somebody else. Yeah. So I don't, I, I, I don't like. I'm like you. Respect your parents, love your parents, talk to your parents, but don't live a life trying to please them,
0: or live a life where you are trying to do the things that they don't want you to do, because then. You are spending too much time in doing things that you also don't want to do. That's true. In the long run, when you look back, it's going to be, "What was I doing that for?" And it's a very lonely place to be in. That's true. Because it's not me, it's not them. Who am I? In the midst of all of that, and I don't, I don't think we've said this before. We talk about the experience, our experiences, but I also think parents need to recognize that the stuff that they do does have an impact and you are setting your child up for a lot of more struggles than necessary. Mm. I think it's okay. In the words of um, Bao, I am your mother for the first time, you are my child for the first time. We're going to have to try and figure this out together you're going to have to be gentle with me and I'm going to have to be gentle with you. No, none of us have done this before with each other. It doesn't matter if someone has been a parent before, this is the first time that you're parenting that child. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to like figure out a dynamic that works best for that child, Mm -hmm. not a dynamic that has worked for someone else. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, also like shout out to this podcast because it is allowed me and my mother, to have open and honest conversations mm. about our relationship and mm-hmm. the dynamics and our expectations of each other. Because I don't think we... I think we always talked about it, but it was never in an open and vulnerable way.
0: passive-aggressive. I'm just... Yeah. And, I think for the,
1: yeah, and I think for the longest time, I always... Shut her down. She would try and tell me things and I would always be like, I don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm catching myself because she was trying to tell me something the other day. And I was like, and the way she started it made me feel like, okay, she's going to she's going to ruin my day. Like, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. And she's like, shut up. Let me finish my point. And then, when, and then when she finished it, I was like, "Oh, I, I didn't expect you to go there. I expected you to say something that's going that was just going to ruin my day."
0: But isn't that the the interesting part about the story or the narrative that you already have yeah. that keeps replaying?
1: Yeah. And then, but like, it was just like, okay, because it has been that sometimes where we have a conversation and i I leave the conversation feeling defeated or feeling like okay that conversation didn't get us anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, we left the conversation like feeling both of us feeling on edge. But when I had the conversation I realized that me and my mother are very much alike. Mm. And <laughs> I think that's where the 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 tension was coming from because of so much alike. Yeah. And it's like it's like I think also the things that we realize, the things that we don't like about, like the things that I struggle with as me, I see them in her. And when you see the things that you struggle with on somebody else, you make mm-hmm. like those things. Yeah. You know, so it was like it's like, no, but like we have been having conversations that make me think, oh, this woman got my back. This woman will really, really <laughs> bend the whole country down. <laughs>
0: She will be going down. She'll go with you.
1: Yeah, she well, she won't let me live at her house, but she will be. <laughs> <laughs> to keep me
0: alive. Uh she couldn't let it be. She couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't just let it go, let it go. No.
1: She knows it's a joke, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. but shout out to my mother. She has been she has been great.
0: Well, Amanda is appreciation, appreciation, appreciating her mother. I'm going to appreciate every guest that has come on and uh, shared some insights with us and has been part of our great conversations. And really, these are people that are part of our family and they are part of our lives. So if you ever feel like, hey, I would like to come in and chat with you guys about this, send us an email at uh, isn't at gmail.com. Yes, you can find us on Instagram at Love Isn't. Mm-hmm. We tend to post some very funny things when we find them, and we are going to conclude by saying if uh, you check out La Gem Bijou and use Love Isn't 15, you get 15% off your purchase. I believe it's off whatever, even if it's on sale, you still get 15% off. You can DM me to verify that. If it doesn't go through, I'll give you a different code. But love isn't 15 gets you 15% off at La Jam Bijou. Amanda did get a necklace. What did you think?
1: It was actually beautiful.
0: Yeah, like it was the layered necklaces. Yeah. It looks amazing.
1: I can't wait to put it on my turtleneck. She
0: did put it on and then she's going to put it real, put it on.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. And then I will leave Amanda to say
1: the next one. Uh, so you get 15% off on Lotion Culture. Just use the card Love Isn't 15 when you place your purchase. And you can only, unfortunately right now, we're only taking orders on Instagram. <laughs> or oh, they are taking orders on Instagram. Whoever runs our account takes orders on Instagram. So if you are listening to the podcast and you're craving donuts, Pies and
0: all those things. By that she means cream donuts. But check out Loxin Culture and figure out if there's anything that excites you. If you need a custom order, just holla as well and we will figure something out. Mm -hmm. And... It has been 24 episodes of fun, laughter. We appreciate everyone that has been with us throughout this journey. And we will see you guys in season two of Love Isn't, where the you is for you. And we encourage you to be selfish. We finally got it at the end. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We good. Were- good night. No, okay. <laughs> okay. It is good night. Good night. How? Bye.